evening and welcome to Absolute Better Podcast, the show that no one asked but you're still getting anyway. Anyway, we've got Ashley Jones on the podcast tonight. I haven't spoken to Ash in probably about six years in terms of an actual conversation. Um, I would say you're my childhood friend from school, but I don't know if that's right, Ash. I don't really know how we met, but... And you can't seem to get rid of me, and it's just this chaotic cycle of madness. Yeah, basically, (laughs) in a nutshell, yeah, yeah. And then the Joker, we we can't live without each other. Honestly, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) How's it going? Are you you all right? How's uh, COVID been? Uh, yeah, not too bad. I mean, COVID hasn't done much as as i thought it would um it's been okay i mean work wise it's changed my career and the path in that i've gone because i've been working in retail a lot of my life so with that being the heavy hitter in covid i changed dramatically what i do um but yes it's it's been okay it's been some ups and downs it's been hard to travel I'm in a lot, but I'm a gamer, so I don't really care <laughs> that I can't go outside. Yeah, you get to work from home. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, I've got a bit of a description of you written down. <laughs> okay. Love Obviously, that for me. You know, there's a point in our kind of friendship where you announced something quite sort of um, left field, which was that you were... Uh, What's the word? I don't know how to say this without getting cancelled. Homosexual. <laughs> how dare you, <laughs> sir? Okay. Um, homosexual, yes. Yeah. yeah, I obviously want to get into that a little bit. Obviously, you don't have to go into detail and stuff like that. It's up to you what you say on this. And, you know, mm-hmm. just remember that everyone's going to listen to this on the planet. Love um, that. Yeah, so obviously, I knew you from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a Twitch streamer. I am indeed. I hit affiliate. Yeah, I'm an affiliate to Twitch. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember you being an absolute beast at Command and Conquer. <laughs> that is um, some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. I remember you being very, very good at playing keyboard as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not too bad. Cause still, I can still hit a song. Yeah. That's your entire description in my world of you. <laughs> <laughs> Not what about the drug nights out? Come on, there's some yeah. good nights in the old fins. <laughs> Drunk nights out, Ashley, is I can't remember anything. And I hate the idea that people have to tell me what I've done. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Well, yeah. The blackout doesn't help. <laughs> like going out in like Yates with you, your mum, your stepdad. Honestly. Iconic, right? Yeah. You can't remember it, brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think our worlds collide quite often, and I think it's at certain like milestones of our life. So like when we both turned 18, that was like a real, like, right, let's go out and sort of hit this hard. Um, yeah. When I was 18, before you, you would bribe me and try and get me to buy you alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously, we met at college again, and that was weird, because I think at one point you lived in Hastings, is that right? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, I did the whole secondary school there, yeah. And you just randomly came back to Weymouth, 
and mm-hmm. we were in the same imagine how fucking astronomical that is the chances of that happening they're probably not that bad to be fair they're probably like 40 to 1 let's not be completely out of there yeah but, yeah it's just weird because i remember like seeing you and you were like i recognize you and i was like i've literally no idea who you are and you were like <laughs> and i was like what like you don't know anything like i remember you and yeah you were, like, your um sort of sportswear and tracksuit and stuff back then oh my god full circle it is a full circle moment now Media was weird, wasn't it? Media studies that we did. Yeah. It's like a parallel universe of like, right, we're going to get people from Lyme Regis to come to this course <laughs> in Weymouth. They're going to do two hours of work. Then they're going to piss off to the Learning Gateway, which was like this sort of internet cafe full of mongs. <laughs> yeah. Now you've got a five-hour break. And yeah. I live in fucking Lyme Regis. Like, the last bus is, like, half free. I can't just mill around town for five hours. <laughs> so they'd go home. So at the end of the sort of day at college, half of the fucking population of college had gone. Yeah. So I know. Wow. So honestly. Planned, honestly, it was ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. God, you're bringing back memories there. Learning Gateway. Jeez. Yeah. I, I think I've... Taking- Taking uh, in a cat monster to that, and it was like I'd fucking carried a gun into an airport. I used to like the breaks that we got. We used to go to the pub. <laughs> yeah, we did actually. Yeah, the Royal Oak, I think it was. Yeah, it was, yeah. 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 I do remember very specifically the internet at college was so bad, and I'll never forget this. This is when Balls of Steel was out, and we were t- um, all on a table. It was me, Jack Godwin, who I still speak to now. Yeah. Ashley Wason, Phil Bunyan, bless him. Um, and we had a ton of YouTube videos all lined up on a browser, and we were watching various episodes of Balls of Steel. And when the video started buffering again, we'd watch another video. Oh and my you could God. see like the bar at the bottom of the YouTube video going red as it would buffer. <laughs> and that's, that's like not really a thing anymore, is it? It's like it's no. loaded, everything's fresh for five seconds sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, honestly, I need the good internet nowadays and I yeah. get worried when it's not instantly fully <laughs> buffed up, yeah, yeah. honestly. God. It's definitely a, um, it's a sort of modern day thing now isn't it? it's not a luxury anymore i think oh, no. like, without my phone i can't pay my parking yeah go anywhere without my sat nav it's weird yeah it's definitely times jumped quite quickly you don't really think about it do you? Yeah. you don't reflect as much no it's just weird that like i used to actually go out of my way to like go to an atm and check my balance you used to do that all the time yeah <laughs> and it was always it was always worse than I imagined. Yeah. Just foul mood for the rest of the day. Just checking my balance, guys, at Tesco's. Honestly, yeah. that is actually iconic. I remember that. you, on a night out, you accidentally put your card in upside down. Oh and God. the cash machine just slowly ate your card. <laughs> in this, this weird, like, time-shifting moment of, like, no. <laughs> and I'll I'll get some money out. We'll, we'll we'll keep going, sort of thing. And you were like, "This is not fucking good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. I yeah, think... get, getting money out on a night out is never good, is it? Because it it's means really not. Control's completely gone out the window. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, one thing obviously 
I wanted to mention about um, COVID is have you been vaccinated or are you on a list of numbers to get vaccinated or anything like that? I think we need that now. Um, no, I'm not vaccinated at the moment. No, no. Um, it's a good question. I haven't gone to the doctors yet about it. Um, yes. I haven't really kept up with the news since mm. probably for a couple of months now, to be honest. I haven't really seen what's going on in the real world, which is probably bad. But at the same time, when I was looking at it a lot, when it yeah, started, yeah. it was quite depressing. So it was like, do you know what? I know it's going to be a long time until someone tells me, look, this is what's happening next. I'll car- yeah. I'll just carry on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there were points where I was, like, at work and I was checking the BBC website for, like, my local postcode to find out how many active cases were in Dorset. Mm. I'd go back to the BBC homepage and literally every single article was COVID. And I thought, Jesus Christ, like, yeah. Nothing else is going on. This is like that. This is like that um, boat that got stuck in the Suez, whatever it's called, canal, where it mm. just stopped everything in its tracks. Yeah. In storm. Yeah. But yeah. I think we've done pretty well as a country. It's only taken us three tellings off to uh, <laughs> get the message. We're like yeah. a really, really naughty kid, aren't we? Basically, yeah. Yeah, we get we get a little trip to go out you can go out a little bit but don't take the piss <laughs> yeah you'll be on the naughty step again basically yeah yeah so um when did you start twitch streaming let's uh, shift some gears a bit yeah uh well i i mean technically i started it about seven years ago i attempted it it was a career move well it's a hobby you know it was a hobby to start um and I was all up for it, had a game plan for it, and it just never took off mentally for me to keep yeah. being consistent. So I, I did it for about a month. <laughs> I did nothing about it. And then when COVID hit, I was like, you know what? I'm going to fully invest in uh, doing this now because, you know, we've got the, I've got the time now. I work from home and yeah. I can spend my free time investing in the stream. So it's been about, I'd say probably the second month of COVID. So it's probably been about eight months now. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn, damn. That's mm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. How would, um, like, this is coming from someone that watches Twitch, but doesn't understand the background operations. Okay. Um, how do you, so, like, typically, how many viewers do you get on your streams as an average number, obviously every stream has its peaks and troughs. Yeah. Um, to be honest, because I'm an affiliate, so there's different types of Twitch streamers. You have affiliate or you're a partner or you're yeah. still trying to hit that affiliate. Now, those milestones if, uh, co- correspond, correspond with what your views are like. My average views is about 15 to 20 views a stream. Okay. Um, which is what well, you need, basically five viewers every stream in a month per week. You know, per week in a month to uh, uh, hit affiliate. Um, it's not easy. I got it quite easy. <laughs> um, I don't know what that says about me as a character, but I did hit it quite easily. Um, and yeah, you you have ups and downs. Every day is different. Honestly, Twitch, sometimes you can have zero viewers. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it it depends on what you're investing in it. 
because I decided to do it to help make a community and to be a safe space for LGBT. And because that's a niche thing in itself, it got a lot of traction. So, um, yeah, yeah, I managed to build a community quite quickly from it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I have friends that are getting thousands of views and I have people that are like me that are still quite low, but it depends on what work you put in. You put in the work, you're going to get the results. Yeah, I agree. Um, just quickly on that, obviously, I'll ask some more questions about it. Sure. I watched your um, Pokemon stream the other day. Mm-hmm. Did you go for like four and a half hours? Yeah, yeah. That's a long stream for me. Yeah, that's a hell of a stream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I thought like I watched like half an hour of it just to sort of get a glimpse of what you were like behind the camera, so to speak. Otherwise, this would be a completely blind podcast. And <laughs> I'm kind of trying to promote your channel but i don't even like you could be on there going fuck everyone you're all bastards and that's probably not the case because twitch probably would have banned you by now um mm-hmm. but i'm delighted to report that that's not the case and you seem very um sort of positive and inclusive and you allow people to say what they want sort of and like you're responsive in chat which i feel to me that would be the one thing that I would get constantly disappointed in myself for not engaging with every single comment. Yeah. Obviously with Twitch, with people like Ninja, Dr. Disrespect, who aren't on Twitch anymore, you know, all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff. They, I don't physically know, like there's a guy, um, the singer of Lincoln Park, Mike Shinoda. Mm -hmm. His chat is just constantly cycling to the point where there's no way you could read all the messages, even if you wanted to. Sure. I feel that that would wind me up. Yeah, I'd want to try and engage as much as possible. But I think you get to a certain ascension level, like you're talking about Twitch Partner, where people seem to only read out Super Chats. Yeah. Uh Um, So how do you manage that kind of stress? Because obviously you're playing a game. Mm -hmm. You're trying to be good at the game. You're trying to keep sort of uh, engagement up. You know, you don't want to like rage quit and you want to try and win if you're playing online with someone else. Yeah. How how does that work for you? Do you find it quite simple? Um, it comes quite naturally now because I've done it for a while. So what I tend to do is, to be honest, I think I've had a, a, only a fair few of the um, high numbers that I've had where I haven't been able to keep up with chat. Now, you, all you do is apologize. You say, like, oh, sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. they can see that you're engaged in the game at that point. So as long as you're, like, trying to keep up with it and they see that you are, they're going to yeah. say the same question again. They're going to ask again what's going on. And, like, it, it just depends, really. I mean, it depends what you're streaming. So like you say, if I'm online I'm and, and I'm playing competitively, I will be quiet a little bit and I will be focused. But I will always look at the chat. I have a double monitor, so right. pro tip, have two screens. <laughs> you need to see what people are saying while you're streaming. Or use your phone. You can use your phone as well to log yeah. into it, um, and you can see what's being said. So, yeah, I mean, to deal with the stress, is just don't be stressed about it. You're, you're yeah. not going to make it as a Twitch streamer, and it's a, a pro tip, I guess, as well. Yeah. If you are not enjoying it, if you think if you start getting stressed with it, there's no point doing it. Yeah. And there was a point where I did get stressed with it and I stopped um, and told everyone that I'm going to come back. Yeah, I'm not a massive streamer, you know, but yeah. if I'm going to start getting in that direction, I need to make sure my mindset is there 
for every step of the way. I think on that though, like, like I've been in several bands. I've probably been in about twelve bands in total. Some unofficially as a session musician. Some of them full time as a tour manager, bassist. You know, trying to run everything at the back, sort of thing. Mm. Um, and I think the struggles I encountered are going to be the same as the bands that I want to see at Wembley Stadium. So yeah. I don't think necessarily you should put yourself down and say I'm just a small streamer, even though in regards to how big you are against someone like Tifu or Dan TDM, they're surely still going to have the same challenges as you, just probably on a slightly different scale, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so just quickly before I forget, because I will forget because <laughs> that's how I am. What's your um, username on Twitch? <laughs> it's uh, so obviously twitch.tv and then it's hawkaged. Um, it's spelt with a D at the end, but my online uh, pseudonym yeah. name is hawkage yeah, with no yeah. D. I managed to make two profiles by mistake and forgot the password of the original. So yeah, it's hawkaged is my uh, Twitch uh, uh, link. So when someone has hawkage, they have been hawkaged. Absolutely. I think that's why I went with that on the second go round. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The, the third go would have been hawkaged again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. But yeah, that's got my link to my Discord as well, which is where a lot of the magic happens off screen. So. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, it's always good to see a Discord. I'm tempted to get one open for this. Mm, it'd be good. It definitely. I'm all about. I'm all about the community. I'm the same as you. I just. Um. I do this because it's fun. I don't get paid for doing this. Just as an, just as an FYI. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy to have some sponsors. I've got Ocean Bottle and I've got Grind Fitness, but um, they just give me discount on their stuff. Just as a sort of behind the curtain. That's the most important thing, really, for me is getting a community going. And I go into work sometimes on Monday, and people are like, "Mate, I loved your episode last night talking to that uh, personal trainer, talking to that motivational speaker." 90% of the time it's me talking to musicians that I've met in my life and yeah. from school, like yourself. Yeah. But um, I'm really happy for you in terms of Twitch, though. You seem to really be sort of natural at it. And I think that really plays in because ever since I've known you, I know, I've, I've known rather how like much video games have meant to you. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's always been like a constant through line that we've both been able to sort of bounce off each other. Mm. But I'm incredibly music focused and I'm very much uh, an avid watcher of YouTube. Um, obviously, you know, I've got other hobbies such as jogging. Um, I have my son every single weekend, so he fills up my time like you wouldn't even know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think um, that's kind of the thing that's kind of kept us together. And obviously... We used to recite ridiculous videos on YouTube, like Metal Gear Awesome. Oh my God. I, I knew you were going to say it. I was like, when you said uh, YouTube, honestly, I watched it the other day and all I thought was you. I literally was like, that's Ben. All the way, listening to the Awesome series yeah. is so funny, but it does remind me of you. We used to watch so much of that crap. It's so good. So good. Oh dear. Oh my God, it's Metal Gear. Fucking awesome! <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's so fucking hot! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so good. Uh, 
so good. Yeah. So good. We'll have to um, we'll have to get Jim on for an episode at some point. Jim's my go-to. He's kind of like my co-host, but oh yeah, he also has he has two kids, so I know what it's like. Um, I like mentioning Jim because it feels like I'm talking directly to him because I know that he listens to this quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, the last episode, I thanked him because I vented because my washing machine broke. Oh God. So, I just feel that I've created like a sub dialogue to every podcast after acknowledge Jim's existence. <laughs> but yeah, you got to do it now from now on. I do. It's like a meme now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that you're enjoying Twitch. Yeah. Well, um, just quickly before we go to a break, what kind of um, games do you play? Are you a variety channel or do you double down on a certain sort of game and squeeze the life out of it, if that makes sense? Oh, yeah. I'm very variety streamer. Now, fun fact is that I was very predominant when I first started Twitch to just be playing a game called quite, you know, it's quite well known in the Twitch community of League of Legends, if anyone knows okay. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been playing that for since the season one, like the first year it came out. And uh, yeah, I predominantly thought I would stream playing that game. Now, what I found out was that I didn't talk to anyone and I was very like focused in the game. So I thought, Do you know what? I'll play other games. So I am now a variety streamer. I play a lot of horror. So okay. my last, right, well, I'm, <laughs> I started Outlast 2. Uh, this is yeah. the bit where I know that I could be, I, you know, I want to do better and, and be consistent. <laughs> is that I started it for an hour, shut myself, stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the last save that you'll see on my Twitch history is that I was in a wheel uh, in a bin hiding from some people trying to murder me. So yeah, that was fun. Um, I'll be going back to that. At some point, have to check that out, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, exactly what you're like with like jump scares and stuff. Yeah, so bad. And I think that I got a big popularity when I started it, yeah. uh, doing horror. So I played yeah. the first Outlast game, and the response I got from it was insane. Like the amount of new people I was meeting and interacting with, they just love seeing me in pain, yeah. basically. <laughs> They love that. It's a very gay thing as well. The gays love it. They love horror and they love to see other people suffer. So, you know, yeah. I can relate. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I think like on the whole sort of horror breakout thing, like PewDiePie played Amnesia, didn't he? And that was he did. really started kicking off. Yeah, and yeah. He, he rode, rode that wave in such a way that he's now still the second most subscribed channel on youtube oh yeah and, uh, mm. yeah that was when i first like checked him out and then i went back and watched all of his previous videos he played um, alien isolation as well if you i've done that. a run of that i've done that run yeah. honestly it's iconic you should watch it uh, it oh, should still be up yeah, yeah, yeah cool. i'm gonna do another run of that because it was so incredible it's one of my favorite franchises in the world i absolutely am obsessed with alien so when i was playing it it was nostalgia and just pure enjoyment of how true they were to the series but yeah markiplier is another one i watch a lot of his horror runs on youtube love a bit of markiplier uh dan's as well dan oh i can't remember his um handle now but he wears a cap he's a british guy Oh, he's so funny. Daz owns, I think it is. Daz? Yeah, 
right, okay. He's brilliant. He does predominantly horror. Um, but yeah, I, that's why I started doing the horror runs because I was watching them. I thought it was really enjoyable. Um, and I will be branching out to YouTube. I've also got a friend that's going to start editing videos for me to start Sweet. branching off to YouTube as well. Sweet. Yeah, nice. yeah. So it's not just horror. I, I've just started the Pokemon Nuzlocke, as you mentioned at the beginning. Uh, yeah, I'm starting that now. It's good fun. We are playing everything. Awesome. Well, um, continue this in a sec. I'm just going to quickly go to an ad break, and mm -hmm. then we'll go into Twitch a little bit more. Um, obviously, I've sent you some standard questions, um, so we'll rifle through them like I've done several times now with people that are very centric and eager to promote their stuff. Sure. So um, we'll just go to a quick break. Uh, I'm going to do a quick message from Ocean Bottle, and I'll send you a new link in about 10 seconds, Ash. Sure. Hey, guys, just a quick ad read. Ocean Bottle. I recently reached out to this company as I thought their mission statement and attitude were absolutely fantastic. Support livelihoods, stop ocean plastic. These award-winning bottles come in a range of colours, including ocean blue, forest green, obsidian black and sun orange. Each bottle that is bought means the equivalent of 1,000 plastic bottles kept out of the ocean in places where plastic pollution is actually at its worst. These are 100% dishwasher safe and contain double walled vacuum seals and are made from insulated stainless steel. They keep your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot. Join the award winning team and get your own at www.oceanbottle.co. The current discount code I have access to is on my Instagram page, so please check out the Absolute Bedlam Podcast Instagram page on there to see the most recent one. Thanks to Ocean Bottle for allowing me to spread the good word of environmental sustainability. I cannot wait to get my own Ocean Blue one soon with my podcast logo front and centre. Anyway, back to the episode. Hello. Hi. Welcome to part two. So, Twitch, do you or do you not get paid for your services on Twitch? I do, but that's dependent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I do get paid, um, but it's all voluntary. Okay, right, okay, I understand what you mean, yeah. Yeah. So your net worth isn't quite $30 million just yet. But... Not yet, we're getting close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be interesting to do an episode with you on Twitch. I would quite like that because I can keep swearing back, believe it or not. Mm. Yeah, I'd quite like to explore that because I do want to make this like a video podcast. I've got quite a few people on soon that are my idols, essentially. There's a lot of musicians that have some reason, fuck knows why, they've got back to me and gone, yeah, mate, I'm up for it. Oh, wow, that's good. So, so far, but the natural evolution to audio is also video. Yeah, there's a lot of podcasts that people do on Twitch as well. So it's very popular. They, um, you know, it can be a co-host thing. You can do things where, oh, honestly, Twitch is, it, I think it's a beautiful platform. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Absolutely. There's um, a sort of genre you can do, isn't there, called just chatting. Just chatting, yeah. One of the most popular things on Twitch as well, yeah. Yeah, they do loads of people do game shows and things like that. I watch, I watch a game show on there where it's about, like, celebrities where you would... Um, 
so celebrities go on the show and they have Twitch streamers come on and play the game where it's a bit like blind date. You're either a love or host. So you're in it to date that person that's a big streamer or a big celebrity or you're there for hosting where they have to promote you <laughs> and you're in it for the game. And, you know, there's loads of things like that. Uh, mukbangs, everything. People love, love, love Just Town. It's a good, yeah. good, good thing. I'm always up for a mukbang, but, like, there's been times on this where I've, like, grabbed a bit of chocolate and you can just hear me go, yeah, so the next question I'm going to... And I'm like, mate, what the fuck is that? Like, when I look back to it, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that I just did that. Like, this this recording takes an hour. I can wait. Like, I'm not a completely incapable human being. <laughs> Are you sure, Ben? You're literally looking up a bit of chocolate now, like eyeing it up. Like, I'm gonna eat that in a minute. I might be. <laughs> Imagine if I moaned about that whilst eating. How much? Like, yeah. That yeah. I, I can't believe that I would do that in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> I need a bit of kitchen towel because I'm covered in chocolate. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, so, uh, obviously, we've gone through the uh, the positives of Twitch. Mm. Um, have you had any negative experiences in terms of like people jumping onto your channel, saying horrible things, um, fighting? Like you know, when people chat to each other, you're not really aware of you know they're just talking to each other essentially yeah um it has happened and to be honest it happened more than i thought it would honestly for for you know i don't have like i I mean i know you say like don't get yourself down but like you know i don't have a high high count of viewers but when i do it's when the drama happens and i'm like what if i have a hundred viewers hundred people talking what's going on but yeah i've had a couple of run-ins do you know what? I think what it is, is there is a lot of toxicity in Twitch that people don't like to talk about. And that is where people are really competitive, the other streamers. And you will come across, I have already, that yeah. there are people that are just in it for themselves, in it for money, um, and in it for the views, rather than the community that they're building. So yeah. people will come in from and stream snipe like that that's something a different term so stream sniping is specifically people coming out to ruin your stream uh in game like literally in game so a lot of more famous people get that but other people come in from other streamers to kind of cause arguments and drama so i've been in the middle of a twitch drama that i didn't even know i was in uh, uh, like, and I'm getting messages from these streamers, like, like, well, you know, particular user handles that will message me and be like, I'm so sorry this has happened, and this, that, and the other. And I've ended up banning people, like, from looking at my channel. I'm like, I don't want to do that, but if you're going to be a dick, goodbye. Uh, you know, yeah. it, it happens. It happens. Not, not, not much yet, but. I think like a good analogy for that is if you went to like a music concert and there was thirty thousand people there and a guy was being a complete dick, then security would kick him out. Exactly, and that's what I have mods for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great to have mods. I imagine just to sort of um, take a bit of pressure off of you. And I imagine like when you're a really big streamer, I imagine that's quite heavy. Yeah. So yeah, that would become a full time job for a moderator. Yes. I mean, a lot of moderators mod. Uh, they tend to work for a few people so yeah. they can make a little bit of an income because obviously they're going to 
they'll do it for a few hours depending on how long the stream is like or what the streamer likes to do so i mean i i'm lucky to have two mods but they are from different time zones so it can be difficult and i just yes. mod it myself um but yeah at the, at the end of the day I, I have more mods in my discord than i do my twitch so i tend to just mod it myself because it's not too difficult that's cool um two more questions on twitch sure one is completely i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about question um <laughs> so let's get into that first is if someone hosts you what does that mean Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, it's basically like free advertisement. So someone that will host you will be someone that uh, there's two ways you can host them when you're offline as a streamer, you can give them. Uh, so if someone then viewed your channel, the person you're hosting will come up on the stream instead. So while you're offline, it will show my stream instead of the person's stream page. That's right. like a promotion. And you can also host by, uh, if you if I was to finish my stream and I had 30 people watching at the time, I would then do a raid, which is basically like a host. So you yeah. then raid the the um, uh, the channel that you, you're going offline and moving people over. Free promotion, free sponsorship. Um, you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart as a streamer to do that. Yeah. So yeah, cool. yeah. I've heard raid um, before. Uh, Jack donated like a hundred thousand pounds to um, ten streamers, so it was like ten thousand each. Mm. And uh, in the video, he shows he's on Twitch and he's verified, so you know it's because there's obviously a lot of fake accounts as there is of anything nowadays. Sure. Um, and he literally like puts in the chat like, "I'm just about to go into this person's stream," and they'll like have 30 viewers or you know 7 14 whatever you know quite a low number yeah jack, jack will donate 10,000 pounds to them and you literally like visually see the live count just completely go off yes and it goes yeah. like 1,000 2,000 3,000 7,000 it's insane it must just be mental to be raided it if yeah. someone experienced that on a low, you know, you're, you're starting off, that yeah. would be, you know, that would mean the world to that person, you know. Like, if that happened to me, I'd literally probably cry. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do. It's a good way to test your notifications work, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, if my notification ping went off, I'll, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, there was another question I was going to ask. Um can't really remember what it was is that that was it are there any games coming up that you're looking forward to streaming oh yeah um finishing out last two is definitely on my like uh wish list to to get through um honestly i am looking forward to there is a game called oh my god i'm trying to remember now uh because it's a, it's a sequel to it. Um, let me just open up my Steam quickly. Yeah, cool. Uh, I've got something for you after this whilst you're on Steam. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We'll <laughs> let you, we'll let you uh, answer the question first. And then ah, that was it. The Forest 2. <clears throat> That's oh, what wow. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, the most to stream. Yeah. It, What's that about? <laughs> So it's kind of like um, 
it's got a storyline. It is basically uh, it's going to be a sequel to um, the original The Forest, which is based on you as the main character have lost you've crash landed on a, on an island that is basically in a giant forest um and you're met by cannibals um and loads of different creatures throughout the day and night um you've got to build your uh, defenses up you've got to go exploring and you're basically trying to look for your son in that one uh and the second one is the you know better ai better graphics uh you actually get weapons better weapons like actual guns and stuff in the forest you're making your own like bow and arrows and it's very like survival yeah. horror uh yeah. really good fun um and yeah the second one looks insane i cannot wait for that that was going to be amazing nice. so whilst you've got steam up there's a demo of a game that a couple of episodes ago i didn't realize this until we were actually recording um one of my friends has a friend who's the developer of a game called Chasing Static. Okay. That kind of looks graphically like an old-school sort of PS2 game, like Silent Hill. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I see. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of hype around it. Um, Jacksepticeye recently played it on, like, a free scary game video. Nice. It's fucking scary. Um, I'm not sure, like, obviously scary is something that you can't really measure in terms <laughs> of like out of 10 i'd say it's probably a seven or an eight out of ten okay uh, it's definitely worth giving a go obviously you don't have to do it on stream or anything like that but i yeah. think when that comes out that is gonna proper pop off it's got a lot of hype around it it looks uh it looks very much like what i'm into as a game similar to this like phasmophobia it's a game yeah. i like to play on stream a lot uh, yeah. where you're ghost hunting. Uh, this is, looks more yeah. story-driven, but yeah, it's sick. I'll definitely have a look at that. Yeah, I think it's a free demo, so yeah, what have you got to lose sort of mm. thing. Um, Absolutely. Uh, what else was I going to say? Have you got a Switch? I used to. I don't have one anymore. Okay. <laughs> the reason I mentioned that is Pokemon Snap 2. Ooh. That looks awesome, because that's one of my favourite games ever, Pokemon Snap on the N64. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm all about taking pictures of Snorlax. <laughs> I just have to take a photo of myself. That's a Snorlax, honestly. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, so uh, is there anything else that you wanted to mention on Twitch? Because, like I say, I'm a bit ignorant to this because uh, I don't do it myself. Uh, no, not really. I mean, at the end of the day, if it's something that you're looking at doing, um, yeah. you've got to be 100% in it because yeah. at yeah. the end of the day, you've... The best thing about Twitch is being consistent. Yeah, um, and yeah. if you are going to play the schedule out, stick to it. Don't do it with me. And say you're going to do it half seven and do it half nine because you feel like it. It's kind of like you're trying to be professional yeah. about it and people will respond to that. And you'll lose viewers. So I would just say just be consistent. Do your homework. Um, you have to put a lot of effort in yourself. Like people don't oh, yeah. realize that I what you see on my stream i've done all that myself i've had a bit of help but i've personally had to do it all because it's my account <laughs> like i've had to put in the program in and to put up what you yeah. see so you know you've got to put the effort in um yeah get a decent internet connection as well. i think you said that at the start didn't you oh yeah honestly i've upgraded it to the best that i've got i've got fiber max plus or whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> but yeah it's like 300 megabytes per second kind of 
download yeah. speed. You know, you you need you don't need as fast as I've got, but that's just me being uh, funny yeah. with online gaming. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah just make sure you got a good rig. Um, yeah. And yeah. just just folk, you got to find out what your target is. Like variety yeah. streaming has only just got to me, and I originally wanted to be a League of Legends streamer, yeah. and I've adapted to that. So you've got to be yeah. ready to change and find out who you are through it. I think it's really good. Yeah, well, with this, I try and do an episode a week. I try to be as consistent as physically possible, but um, my overwhelming demand—not to sound like a big-headed twat—but um, I'm <laughs> now booked up until June. On wow, this. that's amazing, man! Well, I'm proud it's- of you, man. People are bored, mate. <laughs> they are. So you watch, everyone's going to fuck off in, in June yeah, yeah. to say, look, I'm going outside now. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. I'm off on tour for eight months, mate, and uh, I don't really think your podcast's doing anything. And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Same with Twitch oh, as well, yeah. man. Like, everyone's bored. They're just watching yeah. me while they're eating their dinner. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, viewership is ridiculously important now. I, I didn't really know what it meant a couple of years ago, but it's like, Anything hmm. Markiplier does, I'm watching. Anything Jacksepticeye does, I'll watch it. Anything True Geordie does, I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, Joe Weller, any anyone like that, I'm 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 in. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm invested. Not, yeah. It's not so much about what they do; it's who they are as a person. That you, you hit the nail on the head on the coffin there, Ben. It's yeah. that's literally what it is. You're there for the person. You don't care about the content. So like you know you are don't get me wrong like i watched disguised toast and he's the bet the probably the biggest earner of among us that's a um, i don't know if you've heard of among us oh yeah it took over the world for like two weeks it did and disguised toast was the one that came from it and i watched him when he started playing hearthstone a card game and he wasn't a massive streamer i mean yeah he went to tournaments he has a had a big following but he has yeah. absolutely destroyed Twitch. In uh, like, he doesn't do Twitch anymore. He's now a Facebook streamer. So, all oh, right. So, he yeah. signed a deal for probably three hundred grand or something like that. A lot more money, probably with uh, exclusive. Facebook. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, what I like about Toast is that he doesn't lie that he's in it for the money, and the people oh, right, like yeah. that. Like, the yeah. you know, it's about the person. So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna put an advert on. <laughs> Like yeah. in between this, I'm yes, I'm going to do daily YouTube videos because I want money. Like I'm like yeah. fair play, man, and people are watching it because his content is good. Like yeah, it, yeah, you know, it, yeah. it just it all comes together. One of my um, biggest sort of inspirations for like doing a podcast was Jack Mates Happy Hour. If you've heard of that, no, I haven't. Um, they recently signed to Spotify, and Jack Mate, who is actually called Jack Dean, he was on the first ever Big Brother. All right. He's just consistently managed to sort of ride that wave and like slagging off other YouTubers and being like a commentary channel for a bit. Love that. Um, but yeah, he's done really, really well for himself. And I'd love to meet him at some point. Yeah. But, um, he recently got offered to go on some sort of foot asylum version of big brother and he was only in it for one day or something like that to like fuck everything up and disrupt all of the guests on it oh god people were like why the fuck did you do that and he's like because i like money fair like what do you want from me (laughs) exactly i worked for seven fucking years for free (laughs) <laughs> and now I'm getting offers to go on TV shows or like, you know, some sort of YouTube channel that's not his. 
and I quite fancy getting a new Land Rover, to be honest. Fair play, <laughs> honestly. I've been driving a fucking Toyota Yaris around for seven years. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, but I yeah, mean, yeah. Edit. If I was to do a podcast, uh, uh, my inspiration, sorry, would be from Frenemies. I don't know if you've heard of that podcast before. Yeah, yeah, Trisha Payton from Hate Free. Absolutely love it. I'm yeah, so yeah. invested. I absolutely That's love such, it. Such a good idea because they both had their own podcast, didn't they? They did, yeah. And them two together are just comedy gold. And I'm yeah, absolutely, they, they just make me laugh so much. Yeah. They're so good together. I think yeah. they're brilliant. And Trisha's gone up in my books. It's a lot of the shit she's been through and all the drama with Shane. And honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> um, I am 100% there for Shane. Anything he wa- like, I'll watch anything he puts up because he has tried to stay as true to himself as possible. Mm-hmm. And I've, like, no, I haven't met them. That's the wrong word to use. I've, encountered so many other offshoot channels from shane like um his husband ryland yeah beyonce uh his sister morgan morgan yeah watts andrew swiskey yeah love those two obviously jeffrey star i watched i I saw a horrendous meme the other day because jeffrey star's hospitalized hasn't he Oh, I haven't seen that. I haven't yeah, been so up to date on Twitter because I know that's where he posts it. Somehow he managed to roll a Rolls Royce and he wow. fucked himself up big time. Oh my and God. There was a meme underneath Jeffrey's statement saying, you know, this is his management or whatever. He's currently in critical condition. Mm. And someone put Trisha Paytas after she, what was it? She cut the brakes and it's <sighs> literally. A meme of her just like driving away. <laughs> I'm just like, holy fuck. Honestly. Yeah, I'll, I'll tag you on that if I see that. There's so many things I have to do after podcasts because I always say, oh, I'll send you a link to that after this. Yeah. And I I have to do it because I've said I'll do it. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, I'm the same. Oh, God. Yeah, I can see it. It was yesterday. I can see you put up yesterday with the, yeah. uh, oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucked. He, yeah. <laughs> Hope he gets better, obviously. I'm not like, you know, he can do whatever he wants. Literally do whatever the fuck he wants. Mm. Yeah, his documentary with Shane, I was like, wow, this is really, really well done. It was really I'm good. I'm going to buy the products. Or I'm not really there for the whole monetization of the thing. Yeah. But he really cares about his business, doesn't he? I think so. I mean, there's a lot of controversy with, with Jeffrey, there's a lot of controversy with Shane, and you know, yeah. I, I have watched Shane from his beginning, you yeah. know, and to where he is now. I mean, I don't think that I think the guy is completely cancelled at this point. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he'll be making any more content. He's doing it all through Ireland. Um, yeah, have you watched the sip? I have. I saw the yeah. video. Um, I feel like. If Shane wanted, like personally, if Shane wanted to apologize to Trisha, he should make it public so people can like see what's going on. If he wants to try and fix anything or get something that is being said, because Trisha's a gobshite, she'll say what the fuck she wants. Um, But I don't think she's inherently a liar either. I think there's some truth in there. And I think, you know, there's stuff that we don't know. 
Um, that really probably yeah. needs to air if Shane wants to carry on, I think. Yeah, I think the the next step for Shane, I don't agree that he's been cancelled. I don't even know what that really means. Oh. Like, when when you get cancelled, like, what happens? Does that mean that you can't go and buy a car? Like, does your credit score drop to zero? Uh, like, no, being cancelled. <laughs> yeah. No, ca ca being cancelled is basically yeah. if you're a big celebrity, you're making a lot of money. You're being cancelled because people have found something that is negative about you and people will stop buying your products and stop following you. So it means that your your money is going to go down naturally, like, you know, naturally, okay. and people are not going to want to watch your content in future. And it just yeah. means you're going to find it hard to get back on your feet. And that's what people do when they cancel them. It stops them from getting good offers for sponsorships and things and yeah, getting yeah, yeah. deals, you know, and promoting your own stuff. Like that's the, what cancel culture is. And I don't believe in cancel culture unless it's completely like without a fact, you're in the wrong, you know? I think without sounding too on my high horse and sounding like a deity that exists on Spotify, I think the only way to, censor someone is to allow them to talk yeah and the the only way to sort of resolve conflict is to have another conversation with that person yeah and i think a lot of people especially nowadays because there's such an oversaturation of like influencers and celebrities and stuff mm -hmm. but i do genuinely think I can't think of anyone truly that has been cancelled other than people that have done horrific shit as in like actually like properly illegal like um Epstein you know stuff yeah. like that that's yeah. obviously a massive like R. Kelly as well you know stuff yeah like that. yeah but there seems to be people just going around like searching Twitter from like 10 years ago trying to find stuff yeah yeah that's that's the thing I disagree with you know and um, I I get it I get it if it's warranted, but you people aren't realizing that times are different. Times are different yeah. now than they were back yeah. in 2015 below, you know? Like everyone had a different way and, and society was so different on how they did things. It doesn't mean that it was right and it doesn't mean it was wrong. It just means it was a different time. They can apologize for it and that's the point. You know, you go, yeah, I did something stupid then. If you're an influencer, I believe that. Like, if I did something on my stream now in five years' time and I'm big, yeah. I would go, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that, soz. <laughs> like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll do something probably comical because that's me. I'm all about laughter. So I'd be like, oh, I would, you know, it depends. It depends on who you are. If you, you're serious, you're going to fucking read out a script and be like, yeah, I hereby say that um, this is what my lawyers have told me, that um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not allowed to do this. So the only way I'll know if that's legit or not, and not from a publicist, is if it says soz at the bottom and not soz. <laughs> yeah, soz about that. The only way I'll know if it's you writing it or not. Yeah, is if I says soz, babe. Honestly, yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll just um, quickly go to another break, and then I want to quickly talk about school. And in regards to cancel culture, I think this is quite a relevant thing to sort of segue into. Mm. Uh, after that, I'm pretty much fair game to talk about anything. Sure. Uh, I think we've potentially done the Twitch part. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just send you a new link, and we'll carry on. Sure. 
Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. This show is officially sponsored by Grind Fitness and Sportswear Clothing. This active and healthy lifestyle company hails from Weymouth and Stu I. Check out their website, which is www.grindlimited, which is LTD, UK.com. That's www.grindlimitedUK.com. I've recently been given some of their products to test out, and it's all been absolutely fantastic and very, very comfortable to wear. The base layer doesn't cling to you, and you can really feel the quality of the clothing. Get involved and start your own grind today. If you have any questions regarding any of their products, please feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram page, which is Absolute Bedlam Podcast, or drop Clayton, the CEO, a message on Instagram. His uh, Instagram page even is called Grind, which is G-R-N-D. We will be very happy to help you with any inquiries that you have on your way to start your own fitness adventure. Thanks again to Grind for allowing me to promote your products. Right then. Back to it. Hello. Hello. Was Anchor giving you some hassle then? I do apologise. It's not great. Oh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> until I sign until I sign an exclusive deal, and they're the best thing ever then, obviously. But oh, yeah, know. of course, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm toying, whilst I was waiting for you then, I'm toying with the idea of like doing a mukbang with you on like Instagram Live or something. I think it would be quite funny. Do you know what? The the people in my community are obsessed with me eating on stream, and I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's because when I eat it, I inhale it, so there's no room for breathing, and they yeah. absolutely love it. I don't know why, but yeah. That and ASMR as well. Like yeah, They really yeah, like it when you're talking like really close. Like, I don't yeah, get yeah. it, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Just... Um, on ASMR and stuff, I think this kind of goes quite well into sort of childhood and school and stuff. Mm. I was obsessed with putting glue on my hand at school <laughs> and then peeling it off in like one movement. Oh yeah, yeah, that's satisfying. I do it with yeah. yeah. Go on. I do it with rubber bands. I still do it now. I'm obsessed with having rubber bands in my hand and like just stretching it out. Just have wrapping it around my finger. Weird, weird little things that I yeah. that I still do now. Yeah, I think um, like when you get a new product, like a speaker or like a guitar, there's always a bit of it that's got like plastic on it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I remember there was a guitarist that I knew that didn't take a bit of plastic off his amplifier when he got a new amplifier. <laughs> He managed to survive that sort of temptation for like three or four years. What? And then one day at a gig, he like peeled the plastic off and he was like, fuck it, I don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, this is more important to me than the music you make. Yeah! (laughs) A A whole sub meme of like who you are as a person. It's just funny. Yeah. School memories. Mm. So. I want to go into sort of LGBT in terms of this off the back of this, but mm. I just like, I want to hear what your favorite school memories are. But before we get into that, I remember very specifically saying gay a lot at school. <laughs> I remember saying, that's gay. Pretty oh, gay, man. Wearing blue socks, that's gay. And then <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck am I even talking about? Like, how, how is that 
like does that sort of um i i don't know how to like preface this like how how does that make you feel like were you a participant in that or um it's a good question man because like at school i think i didn't really know i think i did know who i was deep down Mm -hmm. but at the same time it was never the forefront of like my identity and it was more like fitting in so i would i still say things are gay now and i probably shouldn't i'm like oh god that's so gay like stop um but i you know i just have like <laughs> yes yeah, so don't put that there <laughs> um but it's like um i don't i never it never really affected me i i had a similar question to one of my uh uh high school friends you know when you said that oh you know when i lived in hastings and he asked me the sim a very similar question and he felt really bad for me um but you know found it hard to kind of ask the question like what did that offend you when yeah. we used to call you gay and say things are gay and i'm like not really it never really affected me like it didn't bother me because i it it was funny i was seeing it as a joke rather than an insult and i yeah. still find it as a joke rather than an insult now that i'm gay and yeah. pc culture is very yeah. much adamant now it depends on how you're doing it the tone of it if you're yeah. doing it, it all depends on contents, I think, you know, and who you're with. Um, yeah. Like, I'll still say something's pretty gay um, as a joke. And, it, you know, I'm not going to get a backlash of it. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to put an apology. I'm like, I am gay. And I'm not using that as an excuse to say the word that's gay. But, like, yeah. you know, there's 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 a multi multitude of ways to call someone something gay. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm not going to get upset about it. <laughs> it doesn't affect me. So um, do you have any funny childhood school disasters that you uh, want to call out? Don't call out teachers because I've done a school episode in the past. And that was something that I was very, very against because I really can't be asked to get a uh, lawsuit put through my front door. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I, I, I can just see stuff like that happening as this podcast grows, and I'm really not here for that. I'm here to just have a chat with my mates. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure, I'm sure you've got an embarrassing story for potentially yourself or someone else from school or like a teacher or something like that. Um, I mean, <laughs> there could be quite a few, really. But, like, for me, embarrassing, I think... Um, Oh, God, it's a good question. And I wasn't really... Do you, do you want me to do one? Go on. Yeah, you do one. You do one. Right. You do one. I'll just end the podcast then. Right. <laughs> so in, I, I've mentioned this before, but I'm, I'm going to re-humiliate myself because that's the kind of person I am. Um, we were at a morning break at school assembly and they put out these black bins that don't have lids and you just throw your rubbish in, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I went on a massive tangent when I was uh, confessing this for the first time that potentially someone accidentally bumped into me but long story short I think someone pushed me into a bin (laughs) and I was like a turtle for like five minutes because I was like completely incapacitated and the caretaker came up to me literally everyone left the assembly hall no one like looked at me or anything they just left me to die basically oh god you bastards (laughs) the caretaker came up to me and said don't worry, mate, you're not the first one. 
<laughs> yeah, this happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. Prying me out because I was a fat fucker. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh god. I mean, that's the level I want to go to. Uh, I'm myself, so I'm expecting. I mean. I mean, I have a vivid memory of what someone did to me. Oh, did to me at school, which was really embarrassing. But now looking at it as a game bar, it's probably just funny. I like relatable. Basically, uh, I can I've, I can remember this out. Basically, we were playing. I went to a all boys school. <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah, that's where. Yeah. Uh, all boys school, and it was a sports college. So we were all very into fitness and being jockey and you know doing a lot of different yes. sports now what someone like you know i'm quite i was quite the class clown believe it or not yeah. you know who would have thought uh when i was at school so people yeah. like to do pranks on me and what one <laughs> what one kid did to me i'll never forget he it's embarrassing but, but he decided that after the game around us before we had to go back in he got three or four other guys to pin me down in the middle of the fucking sports field and yeah. rub his balls on my face. <laughs> in front of a circle of 30, 40 other boys laughing their heads off while I'm sat there getting balls rubbed on my face because he thought it was funny and everyone thought he had big balls. And I was like, cool, I'm glad I'm the centre of attention. Think about it now. I'm like, is this why I'm gay? <laughs> <laughs> Did I like that? Probably. It depends how big they were. They were big balls. Yeah, yeah. They were. They were. <laughs> they, were they were inhuman. Honestly. Yeah. Imagine you go into therapy now, and they're like, "Yeah, mate, I know." Oh, and I've, I've listened. I've listened to Absolute Bedlam. <laughs> I know why you're here. <laughs> Let's just talk about it. Yeah, brilliant. Honestly. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I love those because like everyone's got their own, and uh, I just need to remember to stop drinking before people tell me stuff like that because there's a very, very high chance I'm going to spray my front room. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. love it. Right, so let's get into you coming out, and then let's get into the whole questions and answers kind of quick fire bit that we do at the end. Sure. Obviously, I want to know your deal, deal, which is the most important question in this whole thing. And it's the only reason people tune into any of it, to be completely honest. Oh, right. There we go. Okay. So, I'm only joking. By the way. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, no pressure. I I remember you very, I remember this very vividly, because obviously this meant a lot to you. Yeah. We were at 314. Mm. We were sat on a sofa by the bar, and there was about 100 people <laughs> on the dance floor, like 10 meters away from us. It was me, you, and Rambo. We were all sat on this sofa. Yeah. And um, I think, like, historically, you were quite a sort of emotional drunk, and you became very, very loud. Obviously, <laughs> you you come across like that anyway, so, like, it's basically you on, like, 200%, if that makes sense. Yeah, how would you ever know? <laughs> how could you tell? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember you saying... Um, I've got something to tell you and you, Rambo, because uh, I think that you two are good friends and I can confide in you, I suppose. Yeah. I literally knew what you were going to say. It was like I'd watched the last episode or something. Oh, before it aired. <laughs> yeah. 
and we were i think we were quite sort of understanding like honestly mate i don't give a fuck i, I don't i don't care as long as people are happy mm-hmm. and they're not going around shooting people in the face then power to you like yeah I still believe that it's still a problem in some parts of the world that, like, you like men. It's mental, isn't it? Like, it is. It's crazy, it's, yeah. Yeah. But, like, how how did you sort of feel when you got that off your chest? Did you feel better? Oh, 100%. Uh, to be honest, every time I came out to someone, which, you know, when I came out to you guys uh, in the club, you know, getting drunk like, and being emotional, it was kind of like, why was it so difficult to hide it in the first place? Yeah. Like there was no need for it. Uh, but again, everyone has their own journey of coming out and you've got to be ready for it. You know, you, I was lucky enough to be able to come out and have zero backlash at all. Yeah. I mean, I had some backlash in my family, but I don't talk to them. So that just, it's quite irrelevant to me, you know? Yeah. So I, I felt relieved. I felt like it was just like it was just like telling you that I had lasagna for dinner. That's how it felt afterwards, really. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was literally nothing. It was just like, yeah, I'm gay and move on. Like it, it doesn't define who I am. It plays a part in my life, obviously, because <laughs> it's a bit of a different lifestyle than a heteronormative one. If you choose, you know, depending on you know what your perception of being a homosexual is you know being a gay yeah. but uh yeah no it didn't really affect me if it, it just felt a bit of relief you know i did enjoy it, it you know it needed to be done yeah I, I i used to always have this stance on gay people and I, I hear it so much now that it kind of makes my skin crawl like i used to kind of spew out the same shit hmm. which is like I don't have a problem with gay people, but if they start flirting with me, then I'll tell them to fuck off. You hear that, like, all the time, don't you? Yes, yeah. That thing is... Imagine it being a gay man hearing that and going, well, don't flatter yourself, and I'm not not interested in you anyway. And then you get the fire back and going, oh, why not? Oh, oh, right, so you want me to be attracted to you. I can't win with you, straight people. What do you want from what me? What do you want from me? Honestly. Dance, monkey, dance, motherfucker. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It, 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 it's annoying it, more than anything when people still do that. I'm like, yeah. oh, come on, bitch. I don't care. Like, I'm not here for you. Like, why do you have to yeah. make a disclaimer like I'm signing a contract by looking at yeah, you? It's... Like, it doesn't need to be said. Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird sort of um stance that i find a lot of like people from the older generation still have of like it's wrong god created adam and eve not adam and steve like why not bitch you seen the little nows video yeah you seen him he went down and <laughs> he went and you killed the devil like <laughs> yeah you weren't at the Garden of Eden. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well honestly yeah. if you haven't seen the uh, little nows video you don't know what you're missing Call yeah, me by your name. I think I watched that at the start, like when that went viral, but I can't really remember off the top of my head. Oh, honestly, it's iconic. So yeah, I'm I'm glad that you're. Uh, you seem like you know. I watched your Twitch stream a couple of days ago. Um, you playing Pokemon, and you you genuinely seem to be a lot happier than what I remember you at college. Um, yeah. So yeah, just kind of wanted to sort of end it on that really that. You know, it's it's obviously benefited you, and you've allowed yourself to be yourself, which I think is really important. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So, on a completely different gear change, I want to know what your favourite childhood video game experience was. Mm -hmm. And I also want to know what your current favourite game is ever. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, childhood uh, video game... It has to be Super Mario World. It has to be. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of background to it. I won't go into it too much. But basically, that was... Uh, it was such an iconic game. I spent yeah. way over 200 hours on that game. Um, and it really was like a comfort. And that's what I've always had with video games. But yeah, that, that's an iconic game for me. Um, and I think it is tied with Final Fantasy X. Is my is is very close because yeah it's a different time period but they're very much like my yeah all time favorite games. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's allowed to be within a different time period. Obviously, you know, you can't control when games come out, can you? For sure, for sure. It's just like they've been the most impactful, I think. Um, and then what? My favorite game of all time. Yeah, or what you're currently playing and enjoying. Um, you know, what you're streaming, stuff like that, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think one of my favourite uh, streams is Phasmophobia, I have to say. It's one of my favourite streaming games uh, because every time I play it, it's with new people, or well, all, all my friends, yeah. um, and every game experience is different, and it's a lot of fun, a lot of jump scares, a lot of laughter. It's one of my favourite uh online games one of the games that i'm playing currently is dead by daylight i've started to get into that which is highly popular in the gay community we must like murder i think murder and horror is just a gay thing and we just love it we just love the trauma <laughs> that comes with it but yeah uh yeah they're, they're, those two games are what i'm currently really enjoying um yeah Cool. Um, so the next question I was going to ask you is, what's your favourite film? Aliens, with an S at the end. Okay, the second one. Yeah. Nice. Why? Uh, because um, I remember it being the first quote-unquote horror that I was heavily invested in. It, it yeah. Honestly, a Alien is a close second because... They are both done differently, but they both have the same impact. It's just beautifully written. Uh, yeah. The cin cinematography in it. It was why I wanted to do media because of how they made that film so scary and you barely saw the alien. And then in the second one, you added the tension with there being more. And like, honestly, it was just a masterpiece. Like, it's James Cameron, wasn't it? It was a beautiful film. Yeah. It had a, a woman hero in as well, which is quite Yeah, yeah. One of the first women uh, heroes in a film. I think she was. I think Ripley was one of the first ever. And that was empowering for women and obviously gay men. <laughs> like, it was good to see that figurehead, you know. And I, I, and I think Sigourney Weaver was incredible in both. We don't talk about Alien 3. No, we talk about Alien 3 a little bit. Alien 4... It's in the bin. We write that one off. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes these things just 
spiral out of control and people just see the the green stuff don't they and they just yeah it's a shame but it's like epic films like um like as an example i really like the first final destination yeah they just slowly started falling off a cliff i felt and it was just the same recipe for the same meal constantly over and over yeah they did it with saw as well i feel like they kind of ruined saw yeah. when he got to saw 3d there was the same territory yeah. as final destination 3d it just got a bit like oh come on it's more comical now yeah. than the actual concept yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah like yeah, I really liked Saw 52, but Saw 73 just... Like, <laughs> just didn't do it for me, babes. Weren't feeling it. Nah, weren't realistic enough for me. <laughs> Not enough blood. People didn't actually die. Yeah. Two out of ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. Right, uh, next question. So, what are you going to do after COVID? What's your first plan of action? I'm going to go to the gym and work out. Because I've become severely overweight. No, I haven't got that bad. But no, I'm going to the gym uh, to work on my health because uh, yeah. I ate a lot of takeaway, not going to lie. Lots of sweets, lots of chocolate. Um, I tried to diet out a couple of months ago. It went horrifically wrong. So I fixed my diet. And now I'm going to focus on my actual physical body. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. That's my first thing. Um, and then probably the pub, but you know, I'm not a heavy drinker anymore as I used to be, but if someone wants yeah. to invite me out for a couple of bevies, I won't say no. Um, yeah. but yeah, my focus is on, uh, mental and, and physical health now. That's what I'm, I'm planning to do. Are you coming back to Weymouth at some point? I will be visiting very soon. I mean, I'm coming down in August for sure for my mum's birthday. That's a definite. Um, uh, Ashley Bourne, you remember Ashley? He's visiting a lot So uh, in the next right, couple yeah. of months. So I will be coming down to visit. Now that we've got a bit more train availability, I can come down and visit more um, once I sort yeah. myself out a little bit more, you know? Yeah. I, um, I like to say to my friends, especially when they're not always sort of around, um, if you could give me like two weeks notice, then I'll definitely be able to attend. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, having a kid and having a full time job Monday to Friday, it does get a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'll make an effort for you, I suppose. I suppose, yeah. That's what, that's what friends are for, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard so on the grapevine, that's what friends do. They're there for each other. Yeah. Gotta try it. Yeah. Um, and the last question, other than Mr. Meal Deal, <laughs> is who are your favourite band? My favourite band? Okay. Yes. Um, honestly, it's going to be really gay. It's not really a band, or do you just mean like musician? Does it have to be a band? Artist. Um, yeah, anyone that's made a music video, really. Um... I would say, you know, obviously it changes, doesn't it? You know, depending on who is in the industry at the time. Um, I would say one of my favorites is uh, Dua Lipa. Okay. Uh, I think she's brilliant. Brilliant music artist. And uh, yeah, I, I really like, I love everything that she releases. It's really good music. I love it. Nice. So I remember 
just going off on a tangent a little bit. Mm. I've said the word tangent a lot. You do. I do apologize. Yeah. Um, I've listened to too many podcasts. <laughs> you're, you're not doing a podcast unless you say the word segue, switching gears, <laughs> or rails. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, oh, <laughs> shifting gears. Love that one. Yeah. Shifting gears, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember like going to one of your many, many houses back in the day. Um and you would go from Rage Against the Machine to Venger Boys in one song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, this is chaotic. I can't handle this. Honestly, <laughs> I would listen to Slipknot. I will listen to Linkin yeah. Park, My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, Aqua, <laughs> Spice Girls. Yeah. Like, honestly, my music taste yeah. still hasn't changed. I still am very much an avid, like, everything. I love every bit of music. Um, I, I like a lot more dance, hip hop, trance sort of stuff now as well. I like a lot of rap. Rap. It, Nicki Minaj is one of my favourites as well. I, I think she's amazing. Like honestly, some of the music she comes out with um, is really good. Lizzo's really fun. Like I like her music as well. Oh, I like Lizzo. Yeah, Lizzo's quite quite cool, and I, I like her music. But yeah, honestly, I'll listen to anything if it's got a good beat to it. I'm I'm gonna jam to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Nice, nice. So we're now at that penultimate question. Mm-hmm. What is your favourite meal deal? I'm looking forward to this because I think you're going to give me a good answer. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's actually uh, it's the peri peri chicken. <laughs> Peri Peri chicken in a pasta uh, pot that they do in co-op. Oh, okay. yeah, pa- yeah, it's so good. It comes with coleslaw, got a bit of chili, a bit of sweet corn. Absolutely love it. Uh, you want the full combo? What I get with it as well? Yeah. Everything you. Yeah, chicken and satay with sweet chili sauce. You get that, yeah. and then uh, either a red ball. Um, obviously the low carb, <laughs> low fat, low sugar. Um, Not some standards for fat. Yeah, Jesus Christ, jeez, give me a break. <laughs> um, yeah, or, or I'll get a Lucasaid. Love a Lucasaid sport me. Okay, yeah, nice. Yeah, nice, nice. That's a solid meal deal. I like that. Yeah. Um, co-ops you go to then? Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's from. It's literally. On my doorstep. So I'm there every lunch break. I walk down. They know me. They know exactly what I'm buying. <laughs> so you, you go to co-op as a convenience factor. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's a convenience. I should probably start making a bit more of an effort. Now we're coming out of lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently Asda have just started doing their own meal deals and I still haven't had one yet. But I'm, uh, I'm curious. But the fact that it took them nearly like 12 years to get on the meal deal hype yeah doesn't really fill me with much um hope no no <laughs> I, I still love tesco tesco tesco's much all- yeah i will i will i what i went up before i was a co-op fan uh i was yeah. tesco's and it would be the uh chicken caesar salad wrap yeah. that would be my go-to love that still do love it <laughs> so we're on the verge of finishing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, just quickly want to say thank you for tuning in. Thanks for uh, being on the show, Ash. I appreciate um, we've not spoken in a while. I think the last time I spoke to you, we were on a night out, as in you were in another part of the country. Me, Rambo, 
and a fair few people from our school were on like a sort of Christmas night out, which we did once a year back in the day. Yeah. And I remember just randomly video calling. You. Yeah, I remember that. You're like, when you're coming right. down, you're right. Yeah. It's been so long. So, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we've been talking now and then on like Facebook, but yeah, like, you can't beat a good conversation. Can you, you can't. It's all about human emotion, not just type, 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 lol. <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll on the floor laughing, and I'm literally sat there staring at a screen with zero expression on my face, but I'm yeah, yeah. absolutely belly laughing, apparently, in text. So, yeah. <laughs> Inside you are just not. Oh, I'm dying inside. (laughs) Well, okay. Yeah, thanks for uh, giving us an hour of your time. Mm. Um, You're welcome. Just quickly, this always falls flat, but fuck it, I've gone this far. Is there anything you wanted to ask me? Um. Well, I mean, how I I would just say because I haven't really spoken to you since you've had your your kid, so. Like, yeah. how has you being a dad, like, changed <laughs> you? I guess you probably had that question before. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's cool. Um, it changes your entire life. It turns your entire life upside down. So, like, one thing that I noticed quite quickly with being in a band is that I had to stop doing that. Because mm. I was getting home at, like, four in the morning, yeah. having to go to work. Uh on the plus side, I never had to use my alarm clock ever again. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I've I've been very very consistent with Casper. Yeah, his entire life basically. Obviously, me and uh, his uh, mum called it a day when he was about three. Mm. Um, and I've always made a conscious effort to sort of, uh, you know, try and fulfil him as much as possible. And sort of um, when he when he's a uh, sort of daddy's house i suppose i want to have fun with him and like take him to the park and sort of be a bit spontaneous yeah and if people have like got a picture of me by now because i'm nearly on episode 40 now of this um i'm not very spontaneous i don't really like sort of like i don't know how people like throw a dart at a dartboard uh, of like a map of the world and they immediately just get on a plane that scares the shit yeah I, I, I mean that's something that i've always known about you you're always there to plan everything ahead and i'm very much the opposite <laughs> i'm chaotic i will do things spontaneously yeah. but it's nice that you make yeah. an effort for it man that's good yeah he's cool i really uh, enjoy spending time with him and uh one day we'll get him on here but um, hmm. i just want to make sure that he doesn't come out with any racial slurs because um <laughs> you don't want to get, get cancelled <laughs> I'm going to get cancelled. I want to do it myself. Yeah. I don't need a year old to burst into my life and ruin it for me. Right? Yeah. But yeah, he's um he's become like really receptive and like when kids are like not able to talk, it's quite frustrating because you're kind of guessing what they want. Yeah. When when they can actually talk to you, obviously the first time they talk to you, they'll probably talk back. Mm. Um, but at least you can gauge as to like, are you hungry? Are you tired? What film do you want to watch? What food do you want? Mm it's quite nice to like have a conversation yeah with um but yeah i've really really enjoyed being a dad hmm. um i would recommend it to anyone but um try and sort of stabilize your life a little bit before you jump in yeah if you are still living at your parents house and stuff it can get quite toxic quite quickly because it's not your terms sure but you're in charge of another person's life so it's like 
it's weird you know it's yeah i bet the dynamics quite yeah but it's quite hard i mean it's a luxury us gay people don't need to deal with you know we don't don't have that that problem but uh yeah you can adopt if you want we can but we have rules (laughs) i mean to be fair i mean the gay parents are going to be the 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 best kind of parent if you were going to adopt because you're there with stability already because you've already pre-planned it you know couldn't think of better parents nice yeah cool yeah cheers for that that was a that was a good episode yeah so um i go now into my pre-recorded segment saying please subscribe or i'll visit your house and stuff like that Sure. Um, so that's that really so thanks once again for uh popping on and if you fancy doing another one let me know and we'll uh talk about something else sure so, uh, that was fun done two Two podcasts in two days. What more do you want from me? Vivo? Honestly, he's working his ass off here. <laughs> Just chatting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of um, a lot of this though is eighty percent admin and twenty percent actually like inviting people to chats and stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can relate. But, yeah, it's good fun. I um, I will need a picture from you actually. Thinking about it, because I uh, I like to post on Instagram saying my latest guest is this person and this is how i know them. okay you have to send me one at some point okay i'm probably gonna go for uh, the most embarrassing one you've got of I've, I've got some pretty horrific ones of me and you together oh god honestly i might rub myself in with the uh the pain and suffering <laughs> but yeah nice one so um i'll speak to you in a minute i'll uh, drop your message but until then that's been me and that's been ash and thank you very much you're welcome Take care. Hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. Um, I'm just doing this as a pre-recorded segment because I always forget. Please consider subscribing for weekly uploads. Um, Sometimes I do two in one week. So, yeah, please do uh, consider sharing this with your friends and telling everyone that you know. And, yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Cheers.